Hi friends, welcome to episode 22 of Color and Emotion. I just traipsed to my friendly neighborhood unionized coffee shop <laughs> and I had this like really good croissant that was full of chocolate and then I got to the middle and I couldn't tell if it was like this is intentionally gooey and buttery or if it was underbaked. Then I got on this mental tangent about time and waiting for things and rich development. And that spiraled into episode 22, <laughs> which I figured I would go ahead and record while I have time. So I have about 19 minutes before I need to clock into work. But I wanted to talk for a minute about expectation and delight. So, sorry, I literally, I'm not super prepared, so I'm not going to be able to directly reference the Bible verses, so I'll just allude to them. Basically, I was thinking about how I was traipsing in my neighborhood, and I love it here, like I did not expect to be here at all, let alone love it the way that I do, and there is a part of me that still has this yearning for like a completely different kind of life, and to get settled somewhere else, and to put down roots, and never have to move again. And so I was, I've been praying about it like literally ever since I moved here and I was thinking about moving to Nashville and I went to Nashville in November, no shade, but I was like, nah, that's not the life for me. I don't know what it is. Like the first time that I went to Nashville, like I loved it. This time I did not, it wasn't the vibe for me. Like it just didn't do it for me, which I'm thankful to have that information. So now I don't have that, like I can cross that off of my list of potential landing places. But the point is I was walking through my neighborhood and wanting simultaneously to feel at home, but then also still acknowledging that there's part of me that doesn't, you know? And so then I was thinking about some of the things that I've lived through and all the different places that I've lived and how I tend to have this thing where like, I just fall in love easy <laughs> with everything, honestly, with songs, with people, with like ideas and I get attached to things and then it's hard for me to kind of like break what feels like loyalty if even if all it ever was was just like an idea you know sometimes you just have to let an idea be what it is and things like Pinterest help me with that also The Sims which I re-downloaded now that I have my own fancy new computer probably gonna play that this weekend but anyway the point is <laughs> I'm trying to get to I was praying about it and I was trying to process like Lord <clears throat> is it that I want to stay here because I just want to stay somewhere and be somewhere and put roots somewhere or do I want to stay here because I should even if it's just for an extended season and not forever you know and that's something that I really have a hard time with so the thought that I was having was about expectation so basically I was thinking about how like when I was really in the throes of going through last year one of the verses that was like super comforting to me was in first peter where it talks about how after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace will himself establish strengthen restore settle like depending on which translation you read from it has different words that basically mean this idea of stability and restoration and that was like super comforting to me but i think I got stuck in my expectation of what that would feel and be like and it was a very specific expectation and in the process of clinging to that hope and comfort of the verse that is very true I think I forgot that this world is still not my home 
And so this morning I was walking back from the coffee shop and I was thinking about how like God is my home and he wants to be my home and he longs to be my home and he is, but I keep wanting quote unquote like a real one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one that has like a door and a key and like hardwood floors and windows with bright light and all this and like none of that is guaranteed to not ever get broken into like there's that verse that talks about like store up for yourself treasure in heaven where rust can't destroy and moths can't destroy and thieves can't break in and steal and because i haven't like ever had my own house and i didn't grow up in a house that my family owned like this idea of home ownership and like having a family and just this craving for stability has been central to my existence and it's not something that I've ever experienced. And so I have experienced the Lord being the stability of my times, like it says in Isaiah. But there is something in me that, especially as an artist, like I need a space that I can <laughs> create in, you know? And I think that was part of my frustration with the Lord last week was like, I feel like you're asking me to do all this, but I don't have what I feel like I need to get it done. And I feel like I need space that is my space and I used to have my own Turf Shack studio space that was glorious, but it was also like an $800 a month apartment in the country. Like, do you know what I mean? So it was like, it was awesome. And I loved it and I was super thankful for it, but it was, it was what it was, you know? So it's not even like it was so much to give up when the Lord asked me to. I mean, it was because it's all I had and all I knew. I'm rambling at this point, but the point is... Even with this knowledge that I should experience and be satisfied with God as my home, I still long for like an actual home. And it's weird because to say it that way to me sounds like I don't really believe that God is my actual home. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's that, that weird tension of like being an embodied spirit with immortality. But that's the reality that we live in. And so anyway, I was just thinking about how I guess what I can do is stand to like honor that desire that I have and be honest about it, but also continually remind myself that God is my home and like meditate on and rest in different passages of scripture where God says that he's our home. And like some of the ones that have been really comforting to me besides like in John 15 where he talks about like abiding in the vine and how when we don't abide like we can't produce any fruit but there's also verses in Isaiah that talk about how God is our shepherd and he made us and he will sustain us and um I don't remember if it's in Isaiah or Psalms or both but there's another verse that says something in the language of like um asking God to like remember his people and be their shepherd and carry them forever. And just that idea of like being sustained and carried is something that I continually have to bring myself back to because it hasn't been my experience. Like I have always felt like if I don't take care of myself, nobody else is going to, nobody's coming to rescue me. Like I have to get it together and keep it going. And like, even though people have been gracious to me and helping, like I never felt like there was any unconditional place for me to land physically. And again, like as an embodied spirit, like you have to have material goods. <laughs> you know, you have to put your body somewhere every day. So anyway, as I was thinking about that, it kind of like turned into this, turned a corner, if you will, I guess, um, into me processing, I guess just trying to be more compassionate with myself because I've had quite a soul storm in the past couple of days, partially because of the things that I was just talking about that I was like, just allowing myself to be really like frustrated by. And then I 
didn't like deal with it for real, for real. I just kind of like acknowledged, okay, I feel this way. Well, but here's what I should be thinking, but I didn't sit long enough with the Lord about it. And so then it accumulated into anger. And then yesterday I was realizing like, oh, this time around, like the anger that had built up really was a secondary emotion. And it was like fear and anxiety because it's like, I feel like I work really, really hard. And there were some things that happened at my job where we weren't, um, that impacted me financially. And uh, <laughs> I felt some type of way about it. And then on top of that, just being in America where you have to pay taxes and it's like, daggone, like y'all just really are taking all my money. And I feel like I don't get anything out of it. I've always felt like, well, I don't have to go on that tangent. But anyway, so I was feeling like angry and frustrated as a lot of millennials do about having worked in a way that we were told to bringing it all being burnt out and feeling like, is this ever going to lead to something that I have to show for my sweat? <laughs> you know, like, am I ever going to have a place to land or am I always going to be renting from somebody else or at the mercy of people like, you know, letting me sublet their spare room or whatever. So then I was thinking about, um, just how I keep finding myself in that same, what feels like that same place, you know, and like learning to, be more compassionate with myself and also not let my emotions get out of hand because the bigger the swell is emotionally, like sometimes the worse the wipeout is or like the harder it is to regain control of my emotions. But I think even in that, there's this expectation that I have had of flawlessness, of like perfect consistency and just generally like a perfect emotional composition at all times and that's not reality and so i was thinking about like of all the frustration that i experience in life and with myself i think perfectionism really is at the root of it because if my expectation is to have glassy conditions at all times any kind of ripple in the water or any kind of like emotional fluctuation is going to feel like a crisis and if you are in like I don't know, the North Shore of Oahu, like, you know what I mean? Like the ocean does a lot. And if you're an artist, your emotions do a lot. And so if even a ripple or the slightest fluctuation feels like a crisis, like add to that being an artist or a musician, um, a storyteller, and like, you're really going to feel chaotic a lot of the time if you don't adjust your perspective. And even as I'm like kind of sharing these thoughts, there's this song that comes to mind. It's a Sleeping At Last song that I always heard at Christmas time and I put it on my Christmas playlist. It's called, I want to say it's called Snow. Um, but there's a line in the song where he says, life without revision will silence our souls. And so even this past week, I was like working on this song that I felt like I needed to release first as a single before I put out other stuff. And at first it sounded well, like it was like I was fine with how it was going. And then all of a sudden it just sounded like trash. And I was like, this is the worst. Like I done literally everything I know to do and I can't make it better and I don't want to put this out so then I was like praying about that <clears throat> and this morning I kind of felt released from doing that at all and just like pivoting completely again <laughs> to a completely different project that I'm excited about that I feel like it will be easier for me to focus on blessing other people rather than trying to be impressive to other people even in the simplicity of my music and like I'm coming to better understand and appreciate the simplicity of my assignment and that the Lord is perhaps intentionally limiting my resources, not out of like cruelty, but because 
I'm supposed to present an undecorated vehicle for his glory to shine through. And the simplicity of my music is what the people who are attracted to my music appreciate about it. So rather than trying to like be like, oh, well, if you like that, there's more. Or like, I have all these big ideas inside of me for the way I want my music to sound. I just haven't been able to do it yet. Like stand by. It's like, no, just be where you still are, which is literally I have stacked like Sterlite containers that my laptop is on in my <laughs> so like I or I finally ordered a desk but it's not here yet so like this is literally where I am in life and so just be that and let God get the glory for it and stop taking myself so seriously and stop expecting it to be spectacular and glamorous all the time because that's not reality so anyways I hope you guys have a good weekend I hope your weekend is filled with opportunities to delight and that you take a hold of those opportunities and that you take heart and cheer up because God has already overcome the world in Jesus. And in Jesus, we are more than conquerors. And joy of the Lord is our strength. And perseverance produces something. I can't remember the verse at the moment. But anyways, I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'll be back to chat to you soon. Okay, bye.